I'm Laura. And I'm Haley. And we're just two girls with opinions on opinions. opinions. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Indeed. You're welcome. I just decided I was doing the whole intro. That's fine. You take it. It's <laughs> First yours. of all, I want to start this episode by saying, yeah. I'm so sorry, Abby, <laughs> that we skipped a week. I don't mean to mess up your life and routine. And I appreciate you listening to every podcast. You know, I'm sure she's going to appreciate that. She's going to listen and she's going to be like, don't ever do that again. I know. <laughs> don't ever skip a week again, okay? This is the schedule yeah. for now until the end of end of our days. You know, I love to be a, a, a piece of consistency in somebody's life. My yeah. own life is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm glad to bring regularity and consistency and all of the lulls to Abby. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, this is just a podcast for Abby, basically. It's much. like Abby and our moms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Alini. Yeah. There are <laughs> other people I that know. listen. I know. But there's like you know. four other people for yeah. sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, Hundy P. Totes with goats. All right. Uh, so the reason that we delayed this episode was because. It's such an important day. It's a weekend. It's, it's our weekend. It is our weekend. It is our weekend. <laughs> it is it the weekend is of Labor. Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Ooh. Yeah. So Which for all of you. For for most people means, oh my God, let's have a barbecue. It's the end of summer. Woo. Our kids are back in school. Yay, yay. Last big it's the last hoorah. hoorah. Oh. oh. <laughs> well. We planned that. It's in the notes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, oh, look at us. Well, good. I didn't read the notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So for most people, Haley is right. Labor Day is a barbecue weekend and the last time you get together with your family on the summertime. Which is great. You know, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. We earned it. We deserve it. Yeah. But let's break down what 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 are is Labor Day. What, what are is Labor Day? <laughs> Please explain what are is Labor Day. Yeah. So <laughs> Labor Day is um, the holi- the national holiday for the United States to celebrate workers and labor. Surprise, surprise. Wild. It's wild. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for us, obviously, we uh, are especially invested in this holiday because Haley and I both work in organized labor. That's correct. Um, so, you know, there is a little bit more to it for us. It's It feels like it's our holiday. Yeah. Um, and I always get the warm fuzzies. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, it's it's about us. It's about our people. Yeah. Um, so, Haley, that we thought it would be a good time for us to talk about the labor movement and uh, what we, our opinion our opinion on it, which is going to be which is wholly and solely negative. biased. It's super biased. We hate it. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that like we're going to come with these hot takes that are you know like really uh, two sided and showing both sides. For Absolutely sure. not. But some would say that our opinions are wrong, and y'all can just turn this podcast off. Yeah, honestly, because um, we don't have any time or energy for you. Yeah, no, not <laughs> not when it comes to this topic. Yeah. Um, so I am a well, what we would call uh, in our organization, we call them union representative. Um, in other organizations, they call them organizers or business business agents. agents or yeah. um, there was another one recently that I heard. Um, I can't remember what it, like, 
business managers. That that could be. I know yeah. that some um, call them shop stewards, which is different. Yeah, in our organization, that's different. Every organization in labor has their own little, like, uh, dictionary of words that they use yeah. um, in common terms. And a lot of them are interchangeable, so it gets really fucking confusing. And <laughs> yes. you're like, so wait, what is it? You just have to go, like, so what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and Haley also works for the same place I work. I sure do. I work in the office. I work in the contract office, so I get to read contracts all day long. Yeah. And it's honestly so fun. And speaking of, one of my other friends who's also a teamster he is a pilot there you go and they are they had to vote on um a letter of agreement okay the other day and so i was like we were out and about and we were drinking and we were having a good time <laughs> and my drunk ass i'm like oh my god can it pull up the hell i want to read it <laughs> i want to see how it's Format. Yeah, and I literally read the whole thing like at the bar, and I was like, Listen. "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And then I was reading all the emails of the updates, everything. I was like, "That's some bullshit." Like it was so funny, and that's how you know that I am meant to be in the contract office yep. working for the union because yep. I'm like, "This brings this sparks joy <laughs> to my drunk ass." She's- <laughs> uh, her job. Her job, she's has passed the Marie Kendo. That's right. Um, Which okay. is good. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, there is something about that, like being that annoying person in a social group. Like I, all I the time. Like every time when we went to that concert the other day. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. Well, and like, okay. And when we were in um, DC, when we went and visited DC and we had dinner with my friends. Yeah. And they're like, He's talking about having to, like, one of my friends was talking about having to write somebody up because he's his supervisor. And I was just like, wow, you're a real prick. <laughs> like, I just can't help it. And then I go, like, straight into labor mode, like, asking all the questions. Like, well, did he know the policy? Right. What Did he have adequate Dude, notice? I do that to Kathy. They get so mad. Well, People get so mad. Yeah, they're because like, Kathy's a manager. And I'm like, okay, well, but she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, it's squeamy. You're the enemy. <laughs> you are the enemy. <laughs> um, so I think that there's a lot to talk about. Um, there's a ton of education to be done. Yes. In this world. And let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. Yeah. I mean, um, the majority of young people, and I say this from my own experience in um, like doing orientations and talking to new members, um, a lot of them just have like literally zero familiarity um, with labor unions. It's true. And usually it's just like the connection with, oh, so you're part of the mob. (laughs) Oh, you're just trying to sure take my am. money. Sure am. Da, 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 da. So um, yeah, so don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, like uh, keep my name out of your mouth, <laughs> or Wait, I'm gonna Haley. get the mob. <laughs> yeah, I've got them on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, yeah. No, that is the, it's it's a lot of negative connotation. But like even nowadays, it's like people don't even know if I say, "Oh yeah, I work for a labor union." They go, "What do you mean?" What's that? Right. And you're like, wait, what? You don't even know, like, what the concept is. Like, not like, oh, I don't know who the Teamsters are. Like, I have no idea what the concept is. So um, I figured we would just, like, dig in, uh, lay out for anybody who doesn't know. So obviously, um, labor unions are nonprofit member organizations. Mm -hmm. Um, Members 
are or potential members organize in their workplace and then they pay membership dues in order to have the representation of their union. So to maintain their membership, there is a monthly fee associated with that. Um, and that money then goes to representing them in their workplace. So the cost of the legal um, services that we have to utilize, the cost of uh, having a designated rep for those people to, mm-hmm. um, you know, have access to um, the cost of facilities and paper and printing and all of the stuff that goes into it. Um, that is where their union dues go. Um And the union negotiates directly with their employer on their behalf. So the employer is no longer allowed to uh, negotiate directly with employees. That's called direct dealing. It's a violation. um, And they're not allowed to directly deal with employees. They have to deal with the union in regards to things that are um, mandatory subjects of bargaining. Wow. Now, Laura, why wouldn't they be able to just negotiate with the employee directly <laughs> because that and historically has shown it will cause people uh like disparate treatment situations where if you are you know a um nice you know person to your manager they're going to give you things that they wouldn't give to other people and this is a collective bargaining agreement so Things need to be fair and even across the board. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so um, the mandatory subjects of bargaining are wages, benefits, and working conditions. So those are all types of things. Like it runs the gamut. But obviously wages and benefits, that's the easy ones to yeah. think about. The working conditions are the ones where we get, you know, a lot of the bulk of our work and violations happen. Um After we have a contract, then the union and the members work to police the contract. So I get calls all day um, about contract violations, uh, work law violations, um, you know, all kinds of stuff from my members, from my shop stewards. Um, Shop stewards are people who are uh, designated to be the representative of the union in the workplace, um, usually voted on by their own members Mm -hmm. um and they call me and say hey my boss is a dick and violated seniority and didn't assign me the work i'm supposed to get and you go okay cool well we'll file what we would call a grievance which is basically filing a complaint yep i used to be in charge of sending all those out yeah it was a very fun job for me because i got to see all of the oh yeah the wild stuff um yeah some of these Some of these employers, man, they be out here wiling out. Like, squeamy sir. Yeah. You have access to this contract and can read it just just the same. Yeah. And you think you're just going to just... You think you're going to just go out here and do whatever you want? (laughs) (laughs) Squeamy sir, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's basically a very formal way. The grievance (laughs) letter is a formal way of saying what Haley just said. Yeah. Um, It basically says, like, hey... You fucked up when you did this thing. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the contract that you violated by doing this thing. 
and this is the resolution we need in order to resolve it. And if you want to fight with me, you're going to need to provide me with this and this and this yeah. and this and this. Yep. And so the union having this contract has um, some special rights um, like to ask for pretty much any information that we want um, that's relevant. So when you don't have a union in your workplace, you don't have the rights to say, well, I want to see the proof and the policy that you said I acknowledged and the investigation notes that you took when you investigated whether or not I did X, Y, or Z. Like you as an individual, you don't have that power. Yeah. But the union has that power to on your behalf. So um, that's what we do all day, every day. We're constantly taking this contract that we all agreed to bargain on and agreed upon between the employer and the union and policing it all day because they seem to have fucking forgot. Like, (laughs) it's like, we did this together and here you are violating this contract. Like, I don't violate my terms of the contract, the shit that I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. You know, like if you tell me I can only come to your workplace between eight and five, I'm going to be there from eight to five. Yeah. You know, and if you don't you, see me there at 630, you don't see me, you know, posting slander as shit sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but you it is <laughs> it is my favorite um, to launch some kind of wild campaigns. But um, the other thing is, is that we're bargaining over changes in working conditions and policies and things like that all the time in the background. And a lot of times our members don't even feel the brunt of these recommended policy changes. Um, So companies have a requirement to notify the union prior to implementation of policies and working condition changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like we're there in the background stopping them from implementing shit all the time. Like I have a company who just wanted to change the attendance policy. They notified us they were going to be changing the attendance policy we went in and we said, okay, well, you have to bargain over that. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something you can just do. Um, and we basically walked them all the way back off of it. Like, and it was going to be so detrimental to our members. Um, it was going to add such strict rules and um, like the potential for so many different like infractions yeah. um, and so many points. And it's like, so our members don't even really know that that was even going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Like, and we stopped it from even even, even getting to the point yeah. of being presented to them. Um, which is, there's a lot to be said about the fact that we are our own um, worst enemy in the regards to the fact that we don't champion enough for the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like we just move right on to the next thing and we don't... Uh, we don't like shout for the rooftops every time we have something like that. Yeah. But that is part of the union difference and stuff that we do every day. So, well, and to kind of not really back it up, but on, on the lines of, you know, like mm-hmm. the working conditions and mm-hmm. stuff, I do have, I do have a couple of fun facts mm-hmm. um, that since the occupational safety and health act was enacted in 1970, that would be OSHA. Yes. As most people would know it. Yes. Um, more than 647,000 workers' lives have been saved. Wow. So, yeah. Good for that. And also, um, the annual cost of worker injury and illness in the United States is over 100 and 
$76 billion. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. A lot of the things that um, people have come super, super accustomed to enjoying on a regular basis, the five the five day work week, um, mm-hmm. the 40 hour work week, um, OSHA, um, you know, all of these other things like uh, paid family medical leave, like all these things that we are very accustomed to having and no one really thinks about nine times out of 10 labor was directly involved in driving those standards um creating safe workplaces because at the end of the day um i know a lot of people think that we only care about like the members that we represent but we're constantly fighting for worker safety um legislative work um things like that in the in the background because it's not in the forefront and, and, you know, that's not what we do every day and what our members see, but we're constantly fighting for that for everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, we want that for everyone. We want, you know, the end of child labor, you know, it was like (laughs) those kids weren't organized union members, Yeah. you know, but like they didn't want kids working that, you know, things like that. It's, it's, it's crazy. And a lot of the work that we do, um, escalates other workplace issues um, and gets, you know, legislations and laws and things like that put into place. Um, And, you know, I think that young people today have no idea. They don't know. You know, they just go to work. And yeah, well, and and they're just so used to what we yeah, what we have that it's like they don't understand that. Like, no, we had to fight. Uh, uh, for for a hot minute for everything all the time <laughs> yeah yeah um so some of the things obviously the the big thing that like everybody thinks about when they get into contract negotiations is money mm-hmm. right it's like when our members come and they you know we start talking to them about you know what is a priority for your contract a lot of times it is economic right because especially in older contracts that have ironed out most of the language issues comes down to money um and there is something to be said about the fact that union jobs are um you know sought after even especially by like older people right like they understand um and the reason that is is uh non-union workers who do the same job as union workers are only making about 83% of the wages that union workers are making. And that's wages only. That doesn't include like the difference in healthcare benefits, the difference in retirement benefits. That's just the money, the gross income. Um, So, and like when you think about other things like retirement, pension, things like that, I mean, it's just, it's a world of difference. Absolutely. Yeah. The job I had before this, I had zero benefits. Yeah. I was making half of what I make now. Yeah. Doing eight people's jobs. Right. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it because no. it's like, okay, well then go get a different job. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know what? I did. <laughs> yeah. So um, when companies like Starbucks and Amazon um, tell their employees, the union's not going to do anything for you. Unions are outdated. Unions are archaic. They don't, you know, they don't do anything for people anymore. Then why do you spend billions of dollars to prevent a union coming into your workplace? Right. Do pray tell. 
<laughs> explain explain yeah. that to me it's because you if it have... doesn't matter yeah if it really doesn't matter and like well oh, well it's gonna be worse for you oh then wouldn't you then just let what do you want? then let us make when that decision for that? ourselves if it's if it's better if it's worse for the em- yeah. employee and better for hmm yeah union mm-hmm. busting is such a funny thing because it's so transparently selfish oh yeah i mean we would get stuff in the mail that's like you could save three hundred dollars a year buy yourself an xbox or what like yeah. whatever it's like Wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we cool, will cool. Get, we will dive into those tactics because they're crazy. But yeah. um, so for those, uh, oh yeah. So right now, um, as of 2021, about 10.3 percent of the workforce is unionized, and that's down 0.5 for like a half a percent from last year, Jeez. from 2020. Um. And there could be something to be said about, like, layoffs and things that took place Mm -hmm. during, because that could be due to something like layoffs or something like that. Um, Because, honestly, I see it in my own places that I represent that employers are, like, unwilling to rehire people. It's like, if we could get it done with less people, we're going to get it done with less people. So there could be partially that. Um, but Well, and you know what? There's this... um... There's this restaurant, oh my god, where is it? Seattle, Bellevue, somewhere. It's like a sushi mm-hmm. restaurant. And I saw it on TikTok, and they were like, oh my god, it's so cool. You can go here, and you can oh, do yeah, all this Oh yeah, the one stuff. where you press the and button, and it delivers robot. it. I'm like, nope, immediately, nope, 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 uh, A robot. A robot's going to bring me my food. Robots. I'm going to spit on everybody's food on that robot as it walks by, because what's it going to do? Nothing. A person might beat my ass. Okay, come on. What the fuck? Yeah. Pisses me off. Yeah. Well, trust me. I've been in literal conversations about. Yes. Uh, yes. We would call that work automation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, that's another thing that we're constantly like trying to beat back, but wild. And yeah, if they can, I mean, you see even in like the fast food restaurants, a lot of them haven't even opened their lobbies. I know. Ever again. Yeah. Like Crazy. the the Burger King over on the corner on Benson, not Benson, um whatever that is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Downtown in Renton. Um there's like a McDonald's. The McDonald's right here in Grady. On Grady I don't yeah. think has opened back up. I don't up. think so. It's like no one's uh, it's it's like oh well we can knock out like having to have two people who are cleaning the lobby so right we're not gonna have that well and even before that they had the auto like you could just oh yeah that one over the one on Grady for sure yeah it's like first of all first of all uh, you could not pay me to touch that screen because but it's the same thing with with the the self-checkout i you don't pay me yeah i'm not doing your job absolutely fuck that shit i definitely know people who go through self-checkout when there's only self-checkout available and they definitely don't pay for bags they're like well i guess that's my that's my toll i like that (laughs) they're like i ain't putting in any bags that's right we don't condone stealing just so you know but we also don't condone stealing labor Exactly. By using self-checkout. Yeah. Oh, and you know what's so funny? Because, like, we don't use self-checkout. Yeah. But one time, Kathy did. Oh, did you roast her ass? Well, she, like, hid the receipt from me. Oh, God, I love it. And I, like, looked at this receipt, and it says 
self-checkout. Yeah, because there's no cashier name on it. And I went, are you kidding me? She's like, and it was around the holidays where the lines get so long and they only have like two employees. And she's like, I had one Yeah, you have 12 fucking cash registers and you have two employees. Yeah. And so the lines were crazy. So I'm like, I understand why she did it. You're like, like, I'm still judging you so hard. I'm like, if you ever do that again, you don't need the milk. You don't need go to go, go to a different store. Yeah, yeah. Done it, right? I've done it. Um, so and funny. I've also, um, I mean, I will wait in just like the longest line. Oh, me too. And it's hilarious when you only have like two items, and yeah. they like go, you know, self checkouts open. I was like, that's fine. Right. And they're like, you can come over here. I'm like, no, thank you. Right. Yeah, and they oh, just I look at you like you're a fucking alien. Oh, it's so funny to me. I get so pressed about it. Like, <laughs> I'll find the longest. I won't really find the longest line to yeah. wait in, but I'll be like. And then if somebody goes over to the stuff check, and I'm like, oh, my God, I am like the I'm the worst. I, I already know. Like, yeah, I'll a- admit I am the worst. And I'm like. I would rather die than use that stupid fucking self-checkout. Y'all don't pay me to bag my groceries <laughs> as I walk to the longest line. Like- it's just <laughs> wild. And the thing is, is that, you know, I had to have this discussion with an employer because they were trying to bring in robot servers. Beep, boop, Beep, boop, boop. Um, and I just said, they said, well, we don't really understand what your concern is. I said, guess what? You tell me right now that... Um, this isn't going to have an impact on labor. It's not going to reduce labor. It's, you know, nobody's going to lose hours. Everybody's going to maintain their jobs. I said, yeah, I bet that that's what they told them when self-checkout came to. <laughs> yeah. And I bet that that's what they told them at the toll booths all across the country that are all now almost all automated. Yep. Like they told all those people at one point, don't worry, this is just going to make your job easier. Right. And then... They didn't need them anymore. That's right. Like, thank goodness the state of Washington requires that food be delivered to a table by a human. Like, a human has to assist that robot. Perfect. Yeah. I'll just walk so, right behind Robot Joe over here. It's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. It makes no sense. They think it's just like, we're going to look really cool because we have a robot it's that says, be, hear me out, go dude. Seahawks. Hear me out. It's going to be so fucking sick, dude. Right? And then we're going to have Tina walk right next to it to make sure it doesn't fucking crap out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like way slow. You, If you've ever seen a really efficient server, they're hustling. Oh, they're like, boop, boop, boop. I mean, you go to Tommy's. Those <laughs> yeah. servers are just like. <laughs> yeah, a robot could never. A robot could never. So. Well, and that like that to me is <laughs> like the visual image of like. It's so stupid. I'm going to just walk behind this slow ass robot and be like, oh, well, here's your stuff that I couldn't just carry myself. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Let me pick this up from darn near the ground because they're super low to the ground. I'm yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The carpet. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's gnarly, It's absolutely disgusting. Dude. That's so bad. All right. So um, as far as union membership goes, there was a dip in union membership. Not substantial, um, unlike what they thought the impact was going to be um, four years ago. Well, 
That's crazy that there was a dip. Pray tell why. <laughs> Pray tell why, ma'am. I've never heard yeah. of such a thing. So four years ago, there was a Supreme Court case, Janice versus AFSME. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it stated that public employees could not be forced to pay what's called fair share fees for collective bargaining if they didn't want to. Um, so... In a shop where the workforce has unionized, a majority is unionized and they voted and it's been, you know, passed. Um, in the private sector, you, at least in the state of Washington, are required to be a member of the union. Yes. And real quick, um, the private sector means not public sector as in private companies. Like Yes. Yes. And then in the yeah. public sector being like um, statewide and agencies, county agencies, um, anything that is uh, operated as a public entity, government official thing type. Yes. Um, so in those shops, it used to also be that you had to either pay your union dues or you would pay what's called fair share. So if you didn't want to be a member of the union, you still had to pay your fair share of the cost of the representational fees. So basically anything related to representation, the union calculates that. They say, okay, well, it'd be about 85% of a normal dues paying member and you would have to pay that. Um, so this Supreme Court case said, nah, it's fine. It's in violation of your First Amendment rights. And so um, you don't have to. You don't have to so, do um, because of that, in the public sector, it is now optional to be a member of the union. You still get the representation. Absolutely. Can be a but you don't have to dirty freeloader. That's right. <laughs> you still get the representation. You still get all of the benefits. You just don't get to vote. You don't have a voice in your union. You also don't get the fringe benefits of the union unless you are a dues-paying member. Yeah. Um, but that... It, it's obviously was the goal to really tear down, um, especially public sector unions. That was what they thought was going to happen, was that this is going to be the end of public sector unions like AFSCME, like WFC, like all of these unions that represent public employees. Yeah. Um, it did not. It did not have the same effect they thought it was going to. Yay. Um, and the thing is, is that these people running these campaigns and funding these lawsuits are giant right-wing conservative political machines. They do not care about people. They just mm-hmm. do not want labor involved in capitalism. That yep. is the truth. Because they just want money and they don't care if you die. Yeah. I mean, and we had um, at our local union, um, we our approach was we're not going to act like this isn't happening. Like this is obviously happening. Yeah. Um, So what we're going to do instead is we're going to make sure our members know that it's coming um, and that they understand the union difference, why it's important to maintain their union in their workplace, why um, weakening their union by leaving and stop paying their dues is going to have a negative impact on their life. Um, We had to move away from a service model and move more towards organizing people, showing them the membership benefit, and also show the hypocritical bullshit that those agencies are putting out. So there's agencies um, called Opt Out Today and the Freedom Foundation. Um, They're both highly sponsored by huge 
huge conservative machines like the Koch brothers, yep. um, giving them tons of money in order to have people opt out of their unions. So like Haley said, you'll get these postcards in the mail that say, opt out of your union and give yourself a Christmas bonus. Yeah. It's like, and then you don't have to pay your dues. And it's like, okay, that's fine. What are they going to do for you? Right. What is Freedom Foundation going to do for you? What are they offering you when you opt out of your union? Are they going to protect you? Are they going to get you a contract in your job? Are they going to get you more wage? Like, what are they offering? Literally nothing. Their only goal is to get you to opt out of your union. That's it. Yeah. They're such scumbags. Um, So we got one of those in the mail. mm -hmm. My mom did. And uh, she's a manager, so she's not... She's not even in the union. She's not even in the union. This woman, bless her heart, wrote on that, like, flyer thing, whatever, like... If I get another one of these from you, like, ah, bah, 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 you guys suck. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Fuck you. Bah, 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 it's my favorite. Bah. And send it back. I'm like, just chef's kiss for management. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so because we educated our members and they knew it was coming and they understood the benefits of their union and what was, what is being a union member, our members, I get it all the time, like, when um my members get it to like their work email, they forward it to me and they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. why are they sending me this at work? That's fucked up. That's inappropriate. Fuck them. And these are people who could opt out of paying dues if they wanted to. Yeah. But because we have built this relationship with them and they trust us and we do represent them, they are like, no, it's, it's worth it to me. Like, well, it's yeah, I mean, worth it like, to me. Go to work. And look at your manager. You yeah. fucking like them? Right. Right. Well, and here's the thing. And you think that they're just going to do good? They're just going to do better, be better for you just without any sort of fucking accountability? That's the thing, man. Is like... Um, like, you think that they fucking give two shits about you? Yeah. On yeah. their own? Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's funny. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, is that... um. If you think about, um, like, yeah, you might have a good manager right now. Yeah. And I have members going through this right now. They had an amazing manager. She was a real, like, partner with labor. She would always be communicative, always give us, like, an opportunity to engage in, like, good discussion, whatever. Yeah. She left. Yeah. And it's really bad for them now like and so whenever I talk to my members I say yeah okay I mean I I hear what you're saying and that things are really great right now but we need to think about look at the company as a whole yeah well because even if you have a good a good manager Mm -hmm. they have to answer to somebody yeah exactly and that somebody doesn't care yeah exactly so they could be the nicest manager they still are gonna have to do what they have to do to keep their job yep or leave (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like employees have been so this kind of is, you know, segue into a couple more fun mm-hmm. facts. I mean, we are so ingrained in this country of just like, you got to do your work. You got to work. You got to work. You got to work, 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 yep. work, 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 that 75% of Americans left vacation days unused last year in 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's squeamy. I've already used mine up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has. Which, do I recommend that? No. No. But you got to do what you got to do. Um, 
And also this one's not surprising to me, but also like, what the fuck? Um, right. 61% of remote workers find it more difficult to unplug during off hours now than before the pandemic. Yeah, that that's not surprising. Because it's like, you're just there and you're working and you're working and you're working. And, and your managers and your bosses, they're not going to tell you to stop. Yeah, no. I mean, they, they they're gonna just yeah, unless you're causing them overtime. Fair, very true. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Listen, we're gonna need you to work harder on your straight time." Yep. Less less of the OT. Yeah. Do three people's jobs, but only in forty hours. That's right. If you can figure that out. Um. So I think it's interesting because people go like, "Oh, well, if I have to pay union dues, that's gonna neg- negate any like increases you get me." throughout the year or whatever it may be or whatever. Okay. So remember I said that um, non-union workers only make 83% of what union workers make. So let's say a union worker makes $20 an hour. They work just straight time. So 2,080 hours a year in case anyone (laughs) didn't know. You do the math. (laughs) Yeah. It's $41,600 is how much you make if you make... $20 $20 an hour and you work exactly 40 hours a week. Okay. If you only make 83% of that, it's 34528 So it's about $7,000 less. God, that's if crazy. It is. Ugh. If you have to pay union dues, uh-huh. and our dues rate is, you know, we have a special thing. So your union dues would be $600 a year. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, hear me out. Right. I'd much rather lose the $7,000. Right. That way I don't have to read a contract. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yes, there is a dues fee because we can't work for free and the government won't fund us. Yeah. So there is no free working. We have to have a way for our organization to work. We've seen organizations that... Um, only use volunteers and things like that, they are not effective. Yeah. They're well, absolutely not effective. And what's super frustrating is that people are like, well, I don't have to pay my union. Do- I don't have to pay that $600. I could have a Christmas bonus and you still have to represent me. Okay, so if everybody fucking opts out. Yeah, then guess what? Then there's... There is no union there anymore. Yeah, you don't... You, you are the union. Yeah. So yeah. you are the union you pay your fees to be the union in your workplace and if everybody opts out of paying those fees then we don't have the ability to have someone represent you anymore yep like and boom you're out you're not only are you out well i guess no i guess i guess you're only out six thousand four hundred dollars six thousand four (laughs) hundred dollars and that's crazy it's like so being a union represent that's like the easiest way to do the math on that. Yeah. On top of all of the other benefits that you get. Yeah, because not only do you get like better medical, dental vision, retirement, pension, 401k, blah, 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 blah. but like we have like so many other resources and different events going on mm-hmm. and different um, scholarship mm-hmm. opportunities. Um, yep. Fundraisers, freaking, what am I trying to say? What's, Life insurance benefits. Life insurance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you don't get Yeah, that. like college benefits um, and just being a Teamster, you have access to like the Teamster International benefits that they offer too. Exactly. And those, all the things Haley just said are just our local yeah. benefits. Yeah. 
you know, and like we try to do things for families and we're constantly, you know, trying to be involved in our community. Um, We're also trying to work for workers that we don't represent. Yeah. You know, like when the fight for 15 was happening, most of our people were already above that. But we were still putting money and effort and time into that campaign because it's about working our way out of a job. The mm-hmm. ideal thing would be that employers were good employers. Yeah, I wish I didn't have a job. That they ex- they didn't exploit people for their labor, that they compensated them accordingly, and that they rewarded them for the fruits of their labor, and that they treated them well in the workplace. Like, that would be ideal. Yeah. Do you ever think, like, I mean, obviously you do think, like, oh, God, I wish that that was the case. Yeah. But do you ever think, like, man, I wish I didn't have this job. I wish I could go do a job that I really... Not that you don't love to do your job, because I, I love to do my job, and I know you love to do your was, job. Yes. But, like, but like, don't you wish that you could there just... There was a world where, like, there wasn't a need. You job that you really, really... Well, I wish that do. there was a world that didn't need labor unions. Yeah. I wish there was a world that didn't need caseworkers. I wish there was a world that didn't need social workers. Yeah. I wish, you know, like, it's just unfortunate that we don't live in that world. <laughs> but, true. you know, for as long as we go, they, nobody becomes a billionaire in this world without having exploited somebody. Absolutely. And it's usually exploiting them for their labor because labor is the highest cost of operation. Mm-hmm. You have to pay the people to do the work. <laughs> Goddamn people. And then you refuse to pay them back. Yeah. Yeah, that it, it, that's what's wild to me. Yeah. And people, I mean, I people definitely I think people are getting it now with Yeah, I the pandemic really changed a lot of people's views and understanding about labor. Yeah. Because Fucking it really put it on a show being on track to be the first what trillionaire or some fucking out of control r- why well yeah and what it what it showed people is that in a time of need when these companies have billions of dollars mm-hmm. and i can't work because there's a fucking pandemic happening you're you aren't going to do anything for me yep that's right but when it's time you expect me to be right back wherever it was i was supposed to be yeah or the flip side, these companies that have billions of dollars worked their people to the bone, mm-hmm. like food service, um, warehouse type people, distribution type people. They were working so much overtime trying to keep the stores stocked on all these different items because, of course, we were like in fucking apocalypse Like we land. need the toilet paper. God yeah. damn it. So like... It's the the flip side. It was like, well, I don't really care that there's a pandemic. I don't really care that you're sick. You still need to come to work. And then all of a sudden, 50 people in your warehouse have COVID at a time prior to the vaccine. So these people were getting what we all at that point, that was like a life threatening fucking illness. People were dying. And these employers were going, not my problem. Because it wasn't. And and not only that, but then they're like, oh, you want extra for doing that? No. Yeah. This is, you're lucky that you're working. Yeah. You're lucky because you had you know a job what? throughout this you're whole thing. You're lucky because a lot of people didn't have a job. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so lucky coming into work and catching this fucking disease that is yeah. killing people. Oh, my God. Ble- hashtag blessed. Oh, my God. So, um, I obviously have, like, a very... Um, 
we both have a very slanted view on labor. <laughs> what? And I will say that there are people who have legitimate gripes with their labor union. Yeah. Because their labor union isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that's true. And it's unfortunate, but that's every every agency, everything, every job. There's always someone who's not fucking doing their job. Yeah. Um. But I think that at the grand scheme of things, when you just look at the bare facts, labor unions have done more for the American worker than any employer ever. Yes. And it's just... Couldn't be farther... Couldn't be... Couldn't be more true. Jesus. Couldn't, couldn't be, be farther, farther from, from the... the wrong. Not, not true. Couldn't be farther from the lie. I just don't know words. Literally. <laughs> uh, but it's true. It's like... And... Like we said, there's so many things, if you looked back, that labor unions were at the front fighting for those things. Yeah. And now they are the standard. Yep. They There's a reason that FedEx pays their people as much as they do now, because UPS pays their people as much as they do. Do they still have worse working conditions and not as much pay? Sure. But they have better pay than they ever did, because if they didn't, nobody, nobody would, would work, work there. Yep. So we drive up the standards even for non-union employers. That's a fact. Yeah. But it's still only 83%. It's still only 83%. So consider what it would be if there were no unions. It'd be like You'd be making 50%. (laughs) God. (sighs) Anyway. You'd be still making minimum wage at $12 an hour. (laughs) Yeah. I think my favorite thing is when I see like the aha moment for one of my members Mm-hmm. Where they, you know, like most of my members are just like run of the mill. Like, you know, they're not like out here, you know, uh, wanting to get a Teamster tattoo. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're pretty great. Um, and they, you know, they participate as needed and whatever. But that moment that you see that light go on for somebody and they really see or experience the union difference for themselves. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's really awesome. And it's, you know, I've had members, you know, who've confided in me in like crazy stuff that they're going through and like that they, they know that their life would not be what it is or that they wouldn't have made it through that thing if they didn't have their union. Yeah. And that's great. Um, and I, I wish that we talked about labor unions more. Yeah. I never talked about them in school. No. Ever. We never talked about them. Mm-mm. And that would explain why young people have no idea who we are. Ugh, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. And I was trying to think back yeah. to, like, my high school days. And, yeah, we never It's really... like you didn't do a section on organized labor. Well, and, and then, you know, in, like, U.S. history, there may have been, like, a little bit. But it wasn't even, like, nothing, like... Nothing to, to nothing that I can remember. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you have colleges inundating um, high schools, the military inundating high schools, and uh, we should have labor unions in there. You know, talking yeah. to kids about options. You know, not every kid's gonna go to college. Yeah, not every labor job requires college. Most of them don't. Um, and you know, like we should be in there. We should be in there talking to kids and telling them. And just talking to them and saying, okay, so maybe you do go to college. But remember, when you get into your workplace, you could do this. 
Yeah. You can organize it. I've seen so many super inspiring campaigns happening right now. Um, like the homegrown campaign in Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. And it's young people. Yeah. It's super young people. You know, it's college kids who work at a sandwich place and they're just fucking tired of being mistreated. Yeah. You know, we just uh, Teamsters just organized the first Chipotle in the country. Woo-hoo! I think it was in Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota or Michigan, mm, one or the other. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you know, and uh, God, what was the other thing? REI, I think unionized. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the Starbucks campaign is happening at this point, which Ugh. is super exciting, and yeah. they're just fucking winning left and right. I know. I love our our um. Yeah. We 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 both changed our names on our Starbucks apps. Yeah. So, um, funny story, Haley and I went to the flagship Starbucks store. Yes. And I was like, I'm gonna wait in line. So history, um, Starbucks has multiple stores in this small section of Seattle, which I think they call like the fucking I don't know what they call it. It's like a specific they have a specific fucking name for this part of the city. Yeah. Um, but basically it's like the flagship area. There's three stores. Um, they closed two of the stores and made those people re-interview for their jobs and moved them to different locations because they got word of organizing happening. Um, and, uh, so safe to say the people who ended up at those stores probably aren't super pro union. Yeah. They probably weren't like, you know, movers and shakers in the campaign. So, um, Haley and I go to the store and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her that my name is union busting is disgusting. Hell yeah. So I get up there, wait in line for 30 minutes, get up there, tell her, you, um, my name's Union Besting is discussing. Oh, yeah, because she's like, can I get a name for that order? And you're like, absolutely. And she goes, I don't think that's going to fit. I go. But she was like. She was cool. cool. She was cool. She wasn't like saying. No, she's like, like, I'm like I don't think that. that's going to fit. And I was like, OK, let's do um, Union Power. And she's like, OK. OK. So she like puts it in. She looks over at the bar to see who's over there. And she goes, oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> and so we wait in line. And the person at the bar grabs the cup, reads it, and if I tell you, she was... You could tell who the manager on shift was, yeah. is all I have she to say. She rolled her eyes so hard. If it were me, I'd have lost a contact. Yeah, hundred. Hundred. <laughs> um, that eye roll, she literally saw her brain. Uh, yeah, she did. Which, who knows what was in there? Uh, who knows? Um, and then she shows it to someone else who then, like does pretty much the same yeah um so we're like okay first of all it took longer to get that drink than everybody else's i feel like they kept skipping over it yeah um and then when it came up they were like no name on the bar <laughs> so we just sat there i just sat I there like, there's a name on our order. Uh, there's a name on my cup and then uh no name Strawberry shortcake cold brew. Fucking disgusting, first of all. Don't do it, Starbucks. Please don't. So fucking gross. Well, then it was that other, the chick who rolled her eyes so hard, the like, for the last call. And then it was last call, no name on the bar. Yeah. And I was like, she's going to throw my fucking drink away if I don't go up there and get it. You ain't going to get $6 for free out of me. 
You did because the drink was disgusting. Yeah, was, we should have just thrown it back at her after we tried it. It was so fucking So I walked gross. up there and I said, huh, that's odd. I had a name on my cup. And she goes, hmm, odd. And just like turned around and I was like, bitch, bitch, bitches. bitches. Um, which, like, I get it. There's probably a fucking company-wide memo that says if any kind of pro-union stuff comes through, you are not to yell it out. Yeah. Probably. Or any name that doesn't appear to be a name. A name. Like a saying. Which which is like, how dare? Which, I mean, listen, somebody's going to be coming up and saying, my name's D's Nuts. Like, I get it. So I get it, but also... (sighs) I see you. I get it, but I see you. Yeah, like, it didn't go unnoticed, ladies. Yeah. Um, And so Haley and I both changed our name in our apps. Mm-hmm. So our first name is Union Union Power. Is yours Union Power? Union Power. Union Power. And then Power. my last name is Union Busting is Disgusting, which and, I'm surprised that that and, <laughs> and mine is Don't Bust Me, Bro. <laughs> so if you guys want to do a little counterculture little like you know solidarity moment yeah feel free to do that it's fun well and it's super fun because you and i every it's like time a game. we go to starbucks we're like are they gonna call it are they not are they gonna call it are they gonna be pissed are they gonna spit in my drink who knows <laughs> maybe they spit maybe that's why it was so gross oh god it was so horrendous they probably just like put a bunch of random shit in there yeah it was so bad so <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me um so yeah and I, you know, I try to be, I, I try to uh, keep up on things that are going on in the labor movement. I obviously have vested interest in that and find it to be very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, if you're interested in changing your workplace, if you're interested in being represented, uh, don't hesitate. Now is literally the best time. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. The climate is great. Labor is hot right now. Well, and honestly, like the community that yeah. we have like i love our members like anytime i see them yeah yeah it, it's just like oh my god hi, it's great how are you? like it, it's just such a good community and like the different events that we have like seeing like i mean it's i mean there's obviously new people that come to different events yeah, too but like there's sure. always that core yeah like group and it's just like so oh my god it's so good to see you yeah. like we've gone on trips with you guys like yeah. for different conferences and stuff and it's like it's, it's true. It's so fun. It is. And it, it does give you, especially if you're somebody who, um, you know, is like a transplant or whatever, like it's a nice way to like build a core group of people yeah. who have similar interests in exactly. you. Everybody's coming from different circumstances, but like at well, the end of the day. And then like my heart when like if if one company's, you know, like, oh, someone's on strike or whatever, and then like other members show yeah, up. Solidarity, it's just like man. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's great. And I feel like, um, you know, if I'm speaking candidly, um, you know, I know the union difference in my own life. Yeah. You know, I I know that as a single mom, um, I wouldn't be able to support my son without a union. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have a union of my own. Inside being a union rep, we have our own union. Yeah. Because our union is smart enough to know that all workers deserve to be represented. That's right. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for that because then we get to negotiate our own contract and we have our own work protections. And it's amazing that we have a boss and a leadership team that knows that that's still important. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of union. There are a lot of unions who don't have unions inside that don't represent their own people, um, which is 
crazy. Um, so, you know, I'm very thankful for that. I also grew up in a union household. So yeah. the union is the difference between my family, like just surviving and actually thriving. Thank you so much. Alliteration. Um, it is the difference, though. It is the difference between living, a, you know, being able to do things and enjoy life versus just living. Yeah. Right. Like, it's um, very true. and I think the union provides that to a lot of people, um, the ability to save money, the ability to pay your bills, the ability to then also take your family on a vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, you get time off, you get paid leave. You don't have to worry about your boss saying, oh, well, sorry about that, but we can't give you time off. Like there's a process, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you get to spend time with your family and, and enjoy them and, you know, or do whatever it is you want to do. If you don't have a family, you still get time off and you still get have hobbies and shit, exactly. you know, you get to go to the Bahamas with your friend. <laughs> yeah. Versus just paying your bills and exactly. going to work. You know, there is that. So I think that, you know, if if you have a labor union in your workplace, um, you know, I think you're pretty fortunate. Um, if you don't and you want one, hit me up. <laughs> email us. <laughs> you can email me. You can email me. You can you hit us up. Hit, hit us, us up on the Instagram. I was just we'll saying say us send us a private message on Instagram. I'll get you I'll get you hooked up. Yeah. We got um, we got you. Yeah. And you know, if you if you're worried about it, don't worry. We yeah. got your back. That's right. And that's what the union is. It's that's somebody right. in your corner yeah. when, and you know, it's someone in your corner who gets to act on an even playing field with your boss. Exactly. Like you can't tell your you boss You can't tell to your boss off. to fuck off, but I can. That's right. <laughs> I can, well, or I can tell him you're in clear violation well, of the in- contract, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but you know, I've, <laughs> shout out Tracy. <laughs> I've seen her tell people to fuck off. Listen, and sometimes it's it's, it's well it brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So good. It's such a good thing. <laughs> oh God. Well, on that note, thank you guys. Well, on happy that, on that on, note. On that note. On that note. Yes, happy Labor Day weekend. Yeah. I have one last fact. Fun fact. Okay. This one is a great one. This one's my favorite. It's really going to just tie a beautiful little bow on the summer season as yeah. we dive deep yeah. into September and spoopy season again, which you know I'm excited about. Yes. Um, fun fact. 818 hot dogs are eaten every second from Memorial Day to Labor Day. It's dog sucking season and it's almost over. So... Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the last day for dog sucking season, so you better be sucking dogs. Yeah, and make sure you're buying uh, union hot dogs like Hebrew National, Jimmy Dean, Hormel, um, and things like that. And if you are interested, um, you can go to Mm Teamster.org, and they have a list of all the union foods. So you can support union foods while you're out there sucking dogs. Barbecuing um, it up, celebrating (laughs) the day off yeah drinking you can drink any anheuser bush molson uh coors sam adams um and tons of coke pepsi american bottling get after it support union workers and union wages you know it all right y'all well on that note happy happy labor day whoop, whoop. and uh thanks for listening
Bye. Bye.